What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Virginia Boys, and today it's, we're missing a boy. It's just Jeffrey and I, but we have a replacement. Not quite as good as Casey, wow. but you know, seventy-five percent, seventy, fifty percent, forty, thirty. I'm just kidding. It's my <laughs> my little brother, Colin O'Brien. He's 16 years old. He flew out here to visit me here in Arizona. He's from Virginia, so we figured he would be an appropriate uh, third uh, stand-in co-host for Casey um, because he is a Virginia boy. Um, you don't even really live in Virginia anymore, though. No, I actually go to school in Massachusetts. So. Oh, so he's actually kind wow. of a fake he's Virginia a boy. fake Virginia hey, boy. Hey, so He was a Virginia boy, but he's got some insightful um, information on how the boys met. That's one of the yeah, topics yes. we're going to cover today. We got how the boys met. We got all sorts of things having to do with TikTok, Elon Musk, of course, a little bit of COVID action, and uh, oh, Facebook. Kieran's got some stuff to talk oh, yeah, about Facebook. Time. So, uh, Colin, how'd we all meet? Do you want to kick this off? So it's not too complicated of a story. Um, Kieran found out about Jeffrey's channel, JR Garage, when he was at like how many subscribers? Like I don't remember. It was right when Viper High School was blowing up. Yeah. And you know, no, I didn't find out about him. Call you did. So my oh, brother right. actually found the video on his like homepage on YouTube on like the you know the the videos that they recommend yeah. to you like the recommended videos yeah. and he showed me and, and Colin goes hey look like this video is blowing up right now some kid like drove his Dodge Viper to high school uh -huh. and it looks like he's in Virginia and like we we actually figured out what school you went to because we saw it in the video we're like well, like we know where he's going, where he goes to school. Like that's Virginia for sure. Cyber stalking that's 101. Right. They well, got me good. <laughs> Virginia, Virginia has its you know a very uh, unique look and feel. But I, right. I knew what all the high schools looked like because I played yeah. lacrosse. So we would travel to all the different high schools and you know. So I was like, that's definitely um, Jeffrey's high school. And, and this this was about July 2nd, 2016. So nearly four years. Oh my God, four wow. years ago to the week, basically wow. right now. That's wow. crazy. Uh, so yeah, basically what I posted that I was going to be attending a car show Yeah, and y'all saw on that Instagram. So, on so Instagram. I saw your YouTube. I was like, okay, yo, this kid's my age and he lives here. Like that's crazy. So I followed you on Instagram mm -hmm. and, uh, I, I was a junior in high school. We were, it was, no, it was between our sophomore and junior year. Yeah. 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 That's it, that's it. So, um, Jeffrey and I are in the same grade and, uh, I followed you on Instagram, saw your Instagram story that you were taking the Ferrari that you had just bought mm -hmm. to a car show the next morning. So Colin and I, we went in our dad's Honda Accord. We went to that car show uh, <laughs> with some of our other buddies. That's where we also met Jimbo, uh -huh. uh, who's, who's uh, from Savage Garage. He's doing some cool stuff these days. Um, and yeah, so I went up to Jeffrey at the car show and uh, I introduced myself and I was like, I thought he traded stocks for a living. So I talked <laughs> to him about that because that's what he talked about in one of his videos. And we just got to know each other. And Jeffrey, what were your first impressions I was like. Us? These okay, so it's kind of funny because like like Kieran just said he he came with his friends and stuff. So like I thought I oddly thought they were one big like happy family like these like six kids. I was so confused. I'm like, all right, do we have like some step bros, step sisters? Yeah, I was trying to like understand the names and get a, get a, get ahead on everybody, but um, but yeah, no, no, no. Kieran came up and um, I don't know. I could I I could just tell we shared that like entrepreneurial bug and uh, we had some similar interests and stuff and. Mind you, this was when the channel was like just blowing up. So like a lot of people like saw the videos and were coming up and, you know, whatever, talking to us and interacting and stuff. But I could just tell Kieran here That's was right. a different, yeah. he was wired differently and he had that, uh, he had that drive in him just like us. So I'm like, this is dope. 
we exchanged contact information and uh, we kept in touch over the next few weeks and then we just like started doing some things together because he's like yo i can help you film some stuff i can help you edit some stuff i'm like oh dope because i'm just beginning and i'm not very good so sure i'd love some help and uh then we just did some stuff kept in touch i met his fam bam colin here well colin yeah. was there on the first day and then the rest is history it was actually pretty funny kieran do you remember how you like pursued your relationship with jeffrey I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's sounding like a boyfriend. No, so at the time, I had a my my little business at the time was I had a, a videography business, and I was I actually like I made decent money, maybe a couple thousand dollars total, like filming people's weddings and then editing wedding videos. And so I was I was learning um, I was learning Final Cut Pro and Photoshop and all these things. And so that's why I came to Jeffrey. I was like, hey, like, do you want me to edit your YouTube videos and like film stuff? And I had all this like expensive camera gear and stuff that I was buying. So that's how I like that's how we started working together on stuff is because I started editing his videos. Yep. So go watch the early videos. What was that one with the? It was like the, min, warehouse, the warehouse, warehouse reveal. Yeah. Go watch Jared Garage warehouse reveal in like 2016. <laughs> that was edited by your man's Kieran True. And I put I put my watermark on the video. Also, not only the video, but about 10 to 20 more intros. Every single intro to the Jared Garage had the watermark. Time Times watermark. New Roman ugly, disgusting <laughs> logo. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why I did that. So, uh, so yeah, that's how it started and uh, became great friends, did a lot of things together. Cool. And fast forward almost a year. This was in April of 2017. How do you have these dates? Dude, I'm good with numbers. I know my numbers. Um, and Casey comes into the picture because we had just like wrapped well, our cars. Hold on, hold like, on. Let me, let me tell how I found out about Casey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. How'd you find out so, about this kid, so Casey? I was, I was taking one of Ty Lopez's course right here in my garage, like that guy, right? So I took one of his courses and so I followed Ty Lopez on Instagram. And Casey was actually also in one of Ty Lopez's programs and you know, somehow convinced Ty to fly him out to California because he was like doing all this big stuff, mm -hmm. right? And he, he's from Virginia as well, like we've said, obviously for Virginia boys, he's from Richmond, about two hours south of where Jeffrey and I lived at the time. And I see on Ty Lopez's live stream one night, I literally hop into Ty Lopez's live stream for 30 seconds and all I hear is, you know, I'm from Virginia and yada, yada, yada. And I see this kid, he says he's from Virginia, he looks like my age and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Another like kid crushing it from Virginia. We got another Virginia boy. That's right. So I literally just went to Casey's Instagram. He had like maybe 10,000 followers on Instagram at the time. I messaged him and I was like, hey bro, I'm also from Virginia. My friend is Jeffrey from Jared Garage. Like you might've seen him on YouTube. Like we're going to a car show this weekend. You should totally come up and hang out. And he gets back to me almost immediately. He's like, no way. I've actually seen Jeffrey, Jared Garage on YouTube. And apparently Casey's brother was a fan of your channel. Um, so that was pretty cool. And now the raps. Yeah, so we were getting our wrap uh, uh, done. It was all done, like crazy wrap on our first Lamborghini. You guys have seen that uh, on our social medias. Go check it out years ago, wrap reveal video, pretty cool. So anyway, we took it to the first car show ever with new wraps and it was this big thing. We were revealing them and we told Casey to come up. Sure enough, he made it up to the show, super dope. We saw him up there. I gave him like a ride in the Lamborghini. We ripped it down this road in Mexico, totally legal, very fast. And uh, we were friends ever since. So we 
uh, we all, that's the day we met up. Uh, it was April, like, yeah, April 1st or 2nd, twenty seven. It was April 1st because I pranked my mom oh, that day. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 April 1st. So, so yeah, guys, fun side story. It was, it was on April Fool's Day when we all met, and at Jeffrey's Warehouse after the car show, I decided to call my mom and pretend to be a police officer and tell my mom mm. that I was pulled over for reckless driving they in Jeffrey's in Lamborghini. Jail. That yeah. I was in jail, sorry. That I was in jail for reckless driving <laughs> in Jeffrey's Lamborghini. And, Evil. Uh, that was a, that was pretty funny. Thank you to the cops. So the there you go, guys. If you were ever wondering how all the Virginia boys met, that's the story. So that is how. And and for tips for networking, we've gone over it. I talked about it in JR business videos. But you got to get out of your comfort zone. Even if you're like an introvert, you don't like associating with people, guys. The value of networking with others is ginormous. I mean, look what Casey's done. We call him like the what is he? He's just like the god of networking. I tell That's you, right. he's he's able to network with all these billionaires, blue check mark verified guys on Instagram. His uh, Rolodex is huge. Uh, so the more connections you have, the further you're going to get with just being able to pull people out that you need at a given time, or you're able to provide value for them in return. So how do they do that, Kieran? Quick little rundown. We've always said it, provide value, number one. Um, and yeah. just don't ask them for something right away. Obviously, you provide the value and go where they go. So oftentimes, supercar shows, supercar rallies, we've talked about the importance of that. Even if you don't have a supercar, go make friends with people who have cars. Heck, so, Kieran, you didn't have a supercar yet. You were yeah. riding around with me in the Lambo and, and the you were networking with these dealerships and it was Dude, crazy. the funny thing is like a lot of these kids that are like car photographers and car videographers, yeah. like they'll, dude, they'll come and take pictures of your supercar for free and then uh -huh. all of a sudden there's a 16-year-old kid hanging out with all these millionaires and super successful people because they have a nice camera. Exactly. And they know how to take pictures, right? And so, like, it's a, it's just like a networking hack. It's mm -hmm. like it's a it's a back door into that world without having to be one of their peers. Exactly. You know? know what you have a skill at. Provide some sort of value to that person who you want to like be on that level. Go look at the people who you want are who are in a position where you want to get and offer some sort of value and uh, meet up with them in person, go to local events, things like that. That's that's how it all came together. Had had Colin not watched that YouTube video, yeah. you guys, we, we all wouldn't be here, which is wild. And You're had welcome. you not tuned into that live stream with Ty Lopez, you wouldn't have saw Casey crazy. and we wouldn't have met. So just, yeah, it's crazy how little things work out, but um, it's uh, if you do the right thing, network often and just hustle hard, things fall into place. It's not all about luck. That's right, that's right. All right, guys, time to get into some current events. But before that, we're gonna do today's Virginia fact of the day. Let's all right, hear boys, it. are you ready? I'm ready. So I'm ready. Virginia's largest private employer is also the world's largest shipbuilding yard. Wow. So I don't know who that is. Down, I just down in that. Southern Virginia. Down in yeah, Norfolk. Yeah, area, okay. Yeah, they, so. they have a, their shipping industry is huge down there and shipbuilding, even dating back to the Civil War, because we like to talk about history. I was just watching a thing talking about the ironclads battling it out. Mm -hmm. There was a huge battle that went down in Norfolk and it was a huge shipping yard, shipbuilding yard. So it dates back hundreds of years, the heritage of shipbuilding in Virginia. So that's a pretty cool fact. It must yeah. be some giant company. Exactly. So Jeffrey, you've been blowing up on TikTok lately. Oh my talk goodness. About talk about current, current, current events. All within the past two hours, right when I was putting on my shoes and putting on my shirt to head down here, uh, I posted a video earlier today, a couple hours ago, and um, uh, it was just a story time of this crazy thing that happened to me. Basically, I was at this party with like my McLaren and this guy was pretending to these girls that it was actually his car and I overheard all of this and he was flexing with my car that I didn't give him permission to flex with. Kind of a funny story. So I put that up and uh, it had like 8,000 views after like an hour. I'm like, ah, okay, like whatever. It's just going to do so-so. 
and then I refresh an hour later and my followers, I, I refresh it, I gain like 8,000 followers. I'm like, what the heck happened? So I go to my videos, sure enough, I refresh the video and it was at like 300,000 views. And on my drive down here, and so far I just refreshed it, it's at 567,000 views wow. within like three hours of posting the video. The power of TikTok. Kieran, can you elaborate a little bit? Let's, yeah, bat, let's guys, so, bounce some things off each other. So TikTok's algorithm, this is the super powerful thing, right? You can't really go viral like this on any other platform at all. TikTok's Correct. algorithm is so powerful because it works in a bracket system. Right, so you can kind of think of it like the uh, NCAA playoffs, right? So you have all of the videos with zero views when you first upload something to TikTok, right? All the videos have zero views, and as soon as as soon as they start to climb up in views by your organic followers, then you're placed into brackets, and so you can, like I said, it's kind of like the NCAA bracket. So when you're in the very very low ranks, it'll push your video out to a few people, and based on the engagement of those people, it'll decide if you go up to the next kind of rank or not. And so eventually when you start going and going and going, like this video that Jeffrey has going viral right now is being pushed super hard in the algorithm on the For You page, which is like the Explore page on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So it's jumped up a number of ranks already. And then, you know, past 500K, it, it seems to be like, cause I've had a few videos that have had like two, three million views. Um, it seems to happen where when you hit that like million view mark, that seems to be kind of a cutoff. Um, that I've seen it with the algorithm because once you get to a million, you don't usually stop around there. Um, if, it, if you go much past a million, it seems to go like straight to two or three, right? Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's very interesting. All based on the performance of the video and it's cool how many different things play into the algorithm. You know, you're talking watch time, replays, yeah. comments, likes, shares. There's so many things that go into it. But if you pass these little like algorithm tests by TikTok, they will promote it so hard. And like Kieran said, TikTok is the only platform you can blow up this quickly, this consistently, this reliably. Like if, if you have a group of a few friends and they all post a couple videos in one day, like by the next day, someone's gonna have a, a video with thousands of views, which is insane. You cannot have that on Instagram. If you start an Instagram just out of the blue and you just hope, oh, by posting hashtags, it's gonna blow up. Not going to happen. Instagram hashtags, I don't think they really work anymore. I mean, no. all, all you do is- You just get your Forex scammer. Exactly, <laughs> I was about to say that. You put hashtag entrepreneur and you get all the bot comments. That's all that happens with the Instagram hashtag algorithm. Uh, as for YouTube, you cannot just start a channel, post a video, and the next day have it be at a thousand views. That will not happen unless it is shared on Reddit or some news platform or something like that. Just based on the YouTube algorithm, you will not have a video just go viral out of the blue right out the gate. Whereas on TikTok, you can easily have that. The amount of accounts I see with hundreds of thousands of views, millions of views on their first or second video, and like hundreds of thousands of followers in rare cases, it mm -hmm. is, I've seen it more, I've seen it more than once and uh, it's actually quite common. I mean, I blew up yeah. really quickly. I'm at half a million followers nearly, half a million followers and we're already at eight, you know, nine, 10,000 followers in the past three hours from this video alone. It's led to 10,000 followers. Yeah, crazy. But you also gotta keep in mind, TikTok is not monetizable. So you gotta get them on a platform where it's worth it at the end of the, the at the end of the day to put your time into those TikTok videos. Cause it does take some time. It's much easier than posting YouTube videos. Uh, but if you wanna post creative videos, it will take some time out of your day. So some if you have an Insta if you have an Instagram or a YouTube, it's a perfect opportunity to link those platforms. TikTok allows you to link them so straight up they can just hit one button and boom, be on your YouTube page. So for us, it's a great way to get people over to our YouTube page where we can monetize those videos and make more money. So TikTok, exactly. such a powerhouse. Get on it right now. 
download it, make an account, whatever. I don't care if you post videos right out the gate, go watch some videos so you understand how the system works, how the you know hashtags work, everything like that. And then you can also pick up on trends and then make those trends your own uh, style by putting your own twist on them and that's how you, that's yeah. how you do it. And that's what Jeffrey does really well that's on it. TikTok. If you go to at Jared Raj on TikTok, like he takes the trends and just makes them around his cars. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, Colin, half my videos. You're, you're 16. How is your generation dealing with TikTok? Are a lot of your like a lot of the girls in your class using it and stuff? Well, I mean, I think that nobody's like a lot of people on TikTok have accounts just to look at videos. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of, yes. it's not as much like Instagram as it is like YouTube. You know, a lot of people have YouTube accounts but don't ever post any videos because mm, they, like, yeah. they just want to view the content. That's true. Everyone and, has Instagram. Yeah, everybody has an Instagram. They post. They talk about their personal life. That's the thing with TikTok. It's not really for your personal life. It's for capitalizing on trends. So. I think that um, people my age, I mean, they should hop on it definitely. It's a good, um, good opportunity to get some exposure online. But yeah, I yeah. think a, a lot of people in my generation are just viewing it and not really creating. Talk, yeah. talk real quick about how um, Kieran, like entrepreneurs are now getting on the platform. Now Dude, it's, it's, a hop, yeah. it's a hub for 60 second yeah. how to get rich oh videos. Oh my gosh, yeah. Which is good and a bad no, thing. One, like one of my buddies, Joe Steiber, went pretty viral. He's like hey, how, to, how to make how to make $100 a day on eBay. And it's like, you know, go buy this and then flip it, right? Mm -hmm. And like those little tiny pieces of content on uh, on TikTok, like don't take them very long to make and they just blow up because people want to know how to make money or how to flip yeah. real estate or exactly. you know, whatever it is. So those, older people, older people are now getting on the platform. It's not just like 12 year old TikTok. That's for 12 year olds. No, it's becoming a platform for all ages. Now I see, I, I mean the grandmas and grandpas on the dang platform. I'm, yeah. it is literally all ages. Yeah, yeah, so get yeah. on it, go absorb some content, see how it works, pick up on trends. If you plan to get posting, if you just want to, you know, hop on to watch some videos, careful. It is very addicting. You it can is. waste a lot of time. So I recommend TikTok only if you're going to turn it into something and begin posting and grow your personal brand as a, as a way uh, right. through TikTok. So uh, it is Elon Musk's birthday today. You know, it's something that uh, really caught my eye when I was, uh, when I saw that it was Elon Musk's birthday today, I saw a post about it and somebody captioned it and said, the most incredible mind of our generation. And I just sat back for a second and I was like, that's true. That's like, that's true. Like he's like the Albert Einstein of our generation. Like there, like there's really no other person that is as influential in not only, not just business, like, you know, Jeff Bezos kind of is the, the winner at business, right? But Elon has all these different categories, right? Yeah. Space travel, entrepreneurship, right? And just like, just raw intelligence, um, he, you know, the funny side of him, the pop culture yeah. side, marrying a pop star and like a, you know, a singer, like just the wild stuff that he does in every different avenue of his life and the innovation that he creates and the jobs and the, it's just incredible. So yeah, happy bro. birthday to Elon from the Virginia boys. Um, I know Jeffrey's a fan too. So, oh God, I love Elon without Elon. Again, I wouldn't be here again. To again today because of PayPal. Like that's my biggest connect. Well, then again, I own a lot of Tesla, so that's yeah. a big connection there. <laughs> but before Tesla, my big connection with Elon was, uh, you know, PayPal, of course. And yeah. uh, so thank goodness he right. made that. I mean, he he obviously we know eBay bought it out from him for 1.5 billion dollars, so he made a lot of money from it. But right. you know, it was it, it just revolutionized the industry of online money. And of course, now everything's online money. Venmo, you know, PayPal, Cash App, all these yep. new apps that kind of 
are the birth child of PayPal. So, and eBay wouldn't have been possible without PayPal. So my mm -hmm. 170,000 transactions or whatever we've done are basically all through PayPal. So yeah. Awesome. And speaking, yeah. speaking of PayPal book recommendation for you guys is zero to one by Peter Thiel. So Peter Thiel is the founder of PayPal or one of the co-founders of PayPal. Um, so if you guys didn't know, fun fact, um, Elon was not an original co-founder of PayPal. He founded X.com with his brother oh, and yeah. then Peter Thiel and his co-founders um, ended up merging with PayPal. And it's so interesting because I'm reading that book right now. And in the chapter that I'm in, Peter Thiel talks about the day that him and Elon met at a coffee shop in Silicon Valley and decided that they were going to merge together because they both knew, both of them knew that the bubble was about to burst, the dot-com bubble. In This was in 1999. And they were like, look, all these other people in various industries, all these other tech companies are competing with each other. If we keep competing with each other and this bubble bursts, PayPal and X.com are both going to go under. There's no chance that we survive. So we need to merge together, combine forces, and the combined force of Peter Thiel and, and Elon Musk ended up being what allowed them to survive the bubble. And then in 2003 or four, yeah, I think, they got, like that. they got acquired by eBay. And he also talked about the eBay acquisition in the book. And he said um, eBay was struggling big time because it was just this little tiny boutique marketplace where mainly people with like antiques and baseball cards and stuff were doing things and you know you had to put your credit card in for, it was just a really clunky process and the big transition happened when they bought paypal and were able to do instant checkouts and then that's when pay, that's when ebay went from just collectibles and baseball cards to literally everything everything so that's uh it's super interesting so just that was a little tangent guys zero to one by peter Thiel. Um, Elon Musk's former business partner, first in, one of the first investors in Facebook as well. Um, and yeah, that actually leads us perfectly into our next topic, which is uh, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. The heck's um, happening with their stock, so, Karen? Yeah, My investment is getting burned right now. JK, I don't own any Facebook stock. Yeah, so it would I, I own a bunch of Facebook stock. I'm a big fan of Facebook, obviously, as you guys know. Um, so yeah, long story short, um, a bunch of big companies pulled out of advertising um, with Facebook because of a number of reasons. Um, the main, the main uh, kind of overarching reason and, and narrative that's going on about why people are pulling out is that Facebook didn't do uh, a good enough job at censoring their content, which is mainly around the Black Lives Matter thing, mm -hmm. um, where you know people were you know hate speech and, and fake news and things like that, and the advertisers feel that PayPal didn't address the situation correctly, and so um, a massive Facebook's biggest advertiser um, actually pulled out last week, and that's why their stock dumped like eight percent in a day. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg lost a personal lost lost personal wealth of nine billion dollars. He was down nine billion dollars the other day. Um, so yeah, what is it at now? It's at uh, was two sixteen. Two sixteen, yeah, because the market closed on Friday. Uh, um, right, out, right around there. So, I mean, still nearly yeah. at an all-time high. I mean, it's crazy to look at the yeah, graph. Oh yeah, yeah, that from, little tiny blip right from 2014. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so the, uh, it's so small in the grand scheme of things, but it is. Yeah, something. The, the company that pulled out, by the way, was Unilever, the owner of like Dove soap and like mm. a ton of other one of the biggest companies in the world. So, are right? Facebook ads still kind of cheap, or are they creeping no. back up there? No, they're expensive and they're not performing very well right now because of wow. this stuff, first of all. And the second thing is that the elections are coming up. And so the, the uh, CPM on Facebook is skyrocketing because yeah. all of these, all these um, political 
um, candidates are running Facebook ads now, and Ooh. it's getting very expensive. That also means YouTube is going to be going up, which helps people like me, content creators, because Joe Biden loves to be launching his ads. Hey, guys, I'm Joe Biden. I'm asking for your help today. <laughs> Join me in my election. Like those ads all over the place. That now means that he's bidding up those other companies and oh, yeah. the CPMs go up for creators. So I didn't even think about that, but I'm going to be showing my money. Let's That's see. Right. Let's see my CPMs going up next month. That's right. We'll see. All right, guys. So, Colin, how are you enjoying Arizona? You're going home tomorrow. Yeah. To Virginia. I mean, I love it out here. The weather is pretty hot right now. But <laughs> 109 degrees. Hey, the heat here is a lot nicer than Virginia's though. It's not as humid. As I don't know if people know this, but the heat in Virginia is like, it encompasses you. It kind of like chokes you. It's so, right. it's yeah. so, it's like sweaty feeling, but Swamp. here it's just dry, nice. Yeah, like we went, Colin and I went for a 45 minute walk at like 3 p.m. the other day Ooh. in 112 degree mm -hmm. heat and I barely sweat, like at all. Yeah, I was like dry. Evaporates it's right evaporates. off. Yeah. So, um, How was Sedona? How was Sedona? Yeah. Sedona was really cool. I saw that you flew over there a few days ago. Yeah, y'all walk and drive, I fly. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. Really cool. All right, well, Colin, come back out here to Arizona soon. Enjoy Virginia. Hold it down for us back there. Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of Virginia, Casey is still in Virginia. He's going to be back in a few days. And then um, as soon as Casey gets back, Jeffrey is heading off to where? Yeah, I'm going to Montana this Thursday. So if you guys know about the Gran Torino project, the uncle restoration car that's been in the family since 1972, if you've seen those videos, then you would know that the completion date is right around the corner. And in five days, we have to reveal it to the family for the first time with the new paint, new wheels and tires. BF Goodrich sent us out some awesome rubber, um, uh, the Drake Automotive with some nice wheels. So it's gonna look amazing. The family's gonna be blown away and there's definitely gonna be some tears thrown around because Uncle Jim won't be able to see it in person, but he's definitely looking down, enjoying the car and seeing, having a yeah. big, big smile on his face. That's so. one of my favorite projects you guys have ever done. I'm super excited to see that one. It looks um, crazy. And so guys, next Virginia Boys podcast might just be me and Casey. And no Jeffrey. So we'll see. Unless Casey gets back Thursday morning. Um, yeah, unless he gets back we'll in see. time, we might be able to do it. But um, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please remember to rate and subscribe and share it with a friend. That's what we do this for, to entertain you guys and keep you informed on current events. So share it with a friend if you can. And go follow us on TikTok, baby. Let's That's go. Right. All right, guys, see you in the next one.